Winter Wren is a tiny yet loud brown bird that can be found during its summer breeding season in the northeastern part of North America. And in the winter, they are found throughout the eastern U.S. and some parts of southern Ontario. Their songs are a loud and bubbly cascade of bright and cheery sounding musical phrases, lasting anywhere from 5 to 10 seconds on average, and sometimes even longer. The species has a couple very similar sounding cousins around the world, namely the Pacific Wren in the west of North America and the Eurasian Wren in other parts of the world. My name is Rob, and this is Songbirding. Very rapid sounding black-throated green warbler. In a bit of a hurry. Winter Wren was up ahead. Maybe we'll get a better listen at this Winter Wren this time on the way back. Could be the benefit of when you're not doing a loop trail. You get a chance to see and hear again some of the same birds. Perhaps they might be in a better position. Or you might find something new you missed before or just wasn't there before. Oh yeah, this winter wren is really close to the trail. song is of substantial length.
For example, that was about five seconds. I've heard them go as long, on, long as long as 10 seconds, rarely shorter than four. And they are the tiniest songbirds. Not the tiniest, but they're pretty close. I believe they're smaller, if not the same size as a chickadee. Kinglets are smaller than they are though. I have a magnolia warbler near this winter end, but I might have a hooded warbler. As well. flies around me, but there's also a couple of dragonflies. We're presumably going to go after those horseflies. This is a magnolia warbler. Need to hear that one better. Yeah, pretty sure it's both magnolia and hooded warbler here. Yeah, so it's got a, I don't know, meatier quality to the song. It also helps knowing where I'm hearing these birds from. Magnolia is singing from fairly low and the hooded warbler is singing from very high which is actually typical for each in my experience at least I don't tend to find hooded warblers low usually up in the canopy or at least halfway up but a magnolia wouldn't really go any higher than halfway up the canopy from what I've experienced it's always kind of at level with me, or just above. Let's hear them both. I think I could, how you can hear the Hooded Warbler song is a bit more substant uh, substance to it. Less thin. Kind of more of a full-bodied song. a distant morning dove.
Let's walk up closer to this hooded warbler since it's on the way back. Ooh, that's a big one, big song. That one's close or pointed at us. But definitely in the canopy. Hearing some cedar wax wings, they're very high pitched. So you may or may not hear them. It's the first time I've been somewhere where both hooded and magnolia occur in a breeding territory together. I imagine long ago southern Ontario was basically like this. Entirely, mostly, mostly forest. There were a few tall grass prairies, and I'm sure there was some various wetlands. And there is at least one tract of badlands in one spot. a loud one. I haven't spent much time in Norfolk County this year, so I haven't encountered very many. Or in the Halton Forest either. I haven't encountered very many hooded warblers this year. Just one time at uh, Spooky Hollow this year. to find and retrieve my first recorder when I started this hike two and a half hours ago. And assuming there's some good stuff in it, I'll attach that to this recording. So if there's some really good stuff, maybe I'll make a soundscape episode out of it. I 
All right, so I've got my recorder. Just about back of the parking area. I think once we get there, do a quick review of my eBird checklist. Let's see what we get. A chestnut side warbler again as we heard at the beginning finish off the eBird list. Just gonna start scrolling through it. Morning Dove, we definitely had one. This is in taxonomic order, so it starts with ducks and geese and goes through things like hummingbirds and cuckoos and morning doves first. And then some shorebirds, which there were none. No gulls, cormorants, no vultures yet. Definitely at least two red-shouldered hawk, which I have on here. One red-bellied woodpecker, a couple downies, a couple hairies, about three northern flicker, and a blue-headed vireo. Lots of red-eyed vireos. I'm estimating about 14, about three blue-headed vireos with 11 blue jays, at least six black-capped chickadees. No swallows, no kinglet. There was one white, right, white best, yeah, one white-breasted nuthatch, and a couple brown creepers. So they were hard to hear though. A couple winter wrens. I'd say about five hermit thrushes and three wood thrush, two robins, four cedar wax wings. No finches. About three dark-eyed juncos. A couple towhees, one of which we're hearing now. There's a nuthatch again. About three oven birds. Two hooded warblers. Oh, I'd say four magnolia warblers, two blackburnian, at least two black throated blues, at least six black throated green warblers. 
and that is that. 30 species heard or seen. And just as I say that, flying over is a northern roughwing swallow, which I just heard the bleating call of. I've got another black-throated blue on the road here, where I'm parked. Let's see if we can hear that, hear that well from the road. Maybe they'll come this way. Actually, I think what I'll do, now that I'm hearing there's lots of roads, I may Start driving this road and just stopping at random spots and let's see what we hear. You can listen to my extended soundscape recordings from Hector Falls on the Songscapes podcast. Look for the episode titled A July Morning at Hector Falls. Songscapes is also a free podcast where I occasionally post long-form nature recordings with no guidance or narrations. Songbirding, the Allegheny National Forest, is a Songbirding Studios production and was recorded, engineered, narrated, and created by me, Rob Porter, with cover art and logo design by Lauren Hilton, and Creative Commons music from Josh Woodward.